Hello and welcome to the Raconteur Collection, a podcast about everything and nothing, all at the same time. This is Chapter 5, Episode 6, The Technology We Grew Up With. As always, the Raconteur, Cl- Cl- the Raconteur Collection is hosted by brothers Charlie, that's me, and Jack. Jack, how you doing, man? I was just thinking, like, <laughs> hello everybody, but I was thinking, what if you're like, it's hosted by brothers charlie someone completely different we just have like a narrator that comes in and <laughs> introduces the podcast hello but, hey charlie yeah, how you doing hi i'm, I'm jack Charlie. You can, you can continue if you'd like <laughs> everyone thank you so much for stopping by and joining us for this i don't know stimulating hour of the raconteur collection we got some exciting stuff for you today really this episode is almost like a childhood memories except a childhood memories from a different lens as always i would like to put down just a couple things for the raconteur collection down i know that we have some you know listeners out there and some people out there who don't correspond with us regularly and like say thank you for stopping by thanks you for uh continuing to listen uh, currently, we're in Chapter 5 of the Raconteur Collection. As just a quick reminder, I always kind of like to throw these in every now and again, depending on where people jump in. But the chapters for the Raconteur Collection are kind of an effort to give people starting points. So you could start with Chapter 4. You could start with Chapter 3. I always get a little overwhelmed when I look at um, look at a back catalog of a podcast, and I'm like, 98 episodes man and i know i don't need to listen to every single one but in an effort to kind of help with that uh anxiety about choosing where to start you could always just start at the beginning of the chapter or to be honest any episode that sounds interesting yeah. to you you can hop right into so if you've been like man if, if for some reason if this is the first episode of the raconteur collection you've ever heard first of all welcome thank welcome. you for listening but you can jump around we are definitely not a podcast that really relies on our back catalog jokes and references follow but it's that's going to be the same for any yeah podcast i mean I, I like too. i like that we do the chapter thing i think it helps us stand out a little bit and also you know we also title our podcast whatever the topic is i i'm not a fan of podcasts that are like podcast episode whatever and then just you know like there's no title really or like descriptive title um mm. But yeah, we talk about more, you know, topics rather than just like, all right, day 50 of our like diary journal that you have to be there day one to get the full feeling for or whatever, you know, it's like, whatever, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you can jump in wherever and I hope everyone knows that and if you ever go back and listen to something, it is no order. The chapter is also going to help us, you know, when we're gearing up, they've kind of been like 10 episodes, give or take. But I mean, a chapter could go more than 10 episodes. Yeah. It just depends on what we're feeling. We might make it at some point to where the chapters 
diverge more distinctly from one another, as in, you know, uh, a setup change or a courting change, or, you know, we're trying something, a completely new avenue, or who knows, you know, so the chapters are a way for us as well to kind of, you know, shift gears if we need to, basically. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, Jack, before we uh, hop into how our weeks have been, got a little bit of feedback on our last Let's episode. Uh, feedback came in as you can also submit your feedback via Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Patreon message. Really, any way you can get a hold of us will work as well. But I wanted to read this feedback because I thought this was um very good feedback and very good just uh, point in general. And I always like to bring them up because, you know, it's, I think, very, it, you know, we don't get much audience feedback right now. And so I like to include the feedback we oh, yeah. get. But um, so we got a feedback from Jack Henry about our last podcast and this is in reference to when i mentioned that i wished uh disney and marvel would be a little bit grittier a little Mm -hmm. bit darker um jack henry sent this message of course over instagram i'm just gonna go ahead and read it verbatim just to you know to get his words out not to paraphrase what he said good voice listening to your new episode i'm not gonna come on (laughs) little little flavor little flavor disagree Disagree on the fact that Marvel, and especially Star Wars, needs to branch out into gritty R-rated material. Those things don't need to be evolved to make a story serious. If like It's like if someone said we needed a rated R Avatar The Last Airbender. It's a beautiful and funny and often serious show that unites fans of all ages. Same with Star Wars. Marvel, I could care less about, but I think we're kind of, but I think they're kind of one and the same. I don't need people saying fuck or any explicit sex or violence for a story to be serious. Those things are not foundational for Star Wars, and I don't think it would add to the story. Childlike wonder is inherent in it, and that should be preserved. Now, I gave a little bit of a response that I'd also like to read just to show um, both points. But, uh, Jack, right off the bat, what do, what do you think of that? What do you think of that feedback? I think that's a really good point, and you know, something I don't often consider mm-hmm. because I do like darker stories, and so I'm always going to advocate for them to be darker. But I think Jack Henry raises a really good point in the inherent purpose and the inherent design of these stories. Um, so yeah, I want to toss it to you first before I read my response and uh, kind of just get what you, uh, what you feel about that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't really know where I fall into this camp, but I do, I do understand what he's saying uh, because you don't need like Avatar last airbender does go into like a lot of more serious topics as it goes on. And like the characters become more serious and they do develop a lot. That's a really good show to reference that like you don't need to be, you know, rated R or be more violent or have whatever. Uh, and I do think when people like if someone is to make Star Wars rated R or make it, you know, a series kind of more gritty like Game of Thrones, I think people do kind of go to be uh, it'd be overly violent. It would be over sexualized or, you know, who knows? Like, you know, because that's kind of in, in some people's minds. That's what that kind of implies. Well, not necessarily meaning that. You know, right. I, I do think there's something to be said to where you can't really tackle uh, a kind of more harsh topic, say something like you can, but if you want to present something like, you know, trigger warning, suicide, um, that's kind of harder to do like in a PG show 
And so you're kind of, if that's a story device you want to tell or use or whatever, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, like, when you do this in the story, but that's just my example. You know what I mean? Like, that would require a higher rating and a deeper kind of storytelling to actually make sense. Because if you do it in a not as deep way, it feels very surface level and you're kind of doing it for shock value right. rather than you can't really go into all the specifics and I, I don't know i think it very much depends on what story you're telling in the world of star wars i agree they've been able to tell all the stories they've wanted to tell without needing to go to that length which i think is pretty cool and for star wars in my mind i don't really see what they would get out of you know Having it be more violent or a character's, you know, like Jack Henry said, saying more explicit things or whatever. Right. But I mean, I know that's not that's not mm-hmm. the only thing you're thinking of when you say you want it to be PG thirteen or R, you know. So those are my thoughts on it. Oh, definitely. Initially. Yeah. I uh you know, we're gonna run into and for everybody out there, I know that there are some people who like to hop straight into the episode and we'll try to make an effort in this one since this is kind of a meaty piece of feedback to put in a timestamp for when the actual topic of this episode starts. So for anyone out there who's like, oh man, I don't want to sit through this 10 minute conversation. That's fine. We'll give you a timestamp. But uh, to get back to it. Yeah. I, you know, we're going to run into this issue again and it's good. We're going to run into it with Amazon's Lord of the Rings series. You know, I have a big feeling that they're going to game of Thronesify uh, Lord of the Rings, which I'm not for because you know, Lord of the Rings for me is one of those things where it's like, you know, it, it is what it is and it's, it isn't the sex or it isn't the violence. Um, but I'll go ahead and read my response to Jack Henry. And this conversation is still ongoing, by the way, he mentioned that he wanted to include some other thoughts. And so I don't want to cut him off or put words in his mouth. So we'll kind of leave it here after I written my response, but I put, yeah, I get where you're coming from. But I would counter with this, especially in Marvel, less so in Star Wars. But when dealing with the heavy themes, such as innocents getting killed or people dying, there's a lack of reality because of the PG-13 nature. I'm definitely not saying it needs to be Saving Private Ryan, but there is something lost for me personally when physical harm and violence are used for action and not as consequence. I mean, Civil War, the Marvel movie, deals with exactly this. In The Winter Soldier, uh, one of the main characters, Bucky, is literally a terrorist. So yes, they have a ton of room to maneuver, but with a lack of bodies in the street, I'm kind of left with this weird abject weirdness for how dangerous and crazy the situation is. It becomes a game of you just have to believe that people are dying, even if you don't see it. Star Wars, on the other hand, I totally think I could step over into this lane. I mean, Star Wars, as it is, kind of gets close, and so crossing that line for me wouldn't be much of a change. But of course, all this is my opinion, and I would love to hear what you think. I would just like to stress I'm not wanting Star Wars or Marvel to be Game of Thrones. I just think that I would hate to see the stagnation of these franchises and stories if they're not allowed to explore more gritty realities. And so that is exactly my point. I was reading along with you in the message after that. It was, this is Charlie, by the way, but you misspelled it as this is Chatley. (laughs) Oh, whoops. (laughs) This is Chatley, Um, by the way. Yeah, I was typing pretty fast. Sorry, okay. Um, But yeah, that's very much how I feel. Um, there is a little bit in for me and I will go ahead and say this here and, um, Jack Henry, if you're listening, totally feel free to respond. I, like I said, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but for me, star Wars already kind of crosses into that territory. I mean, Luke's 
aunt and uncle get burned to death and he sees their corpses. I mean, we're dealing with like this, you know, super fascist imperial empire that's like blowing up planets, you know, that, you know, these people on board the Death Star are like literally murderers to the degree of billions, right? So like we're getting into territory that like is worse than anything we've ever experienced here on Earth. You know what I mean? But I will say the Star Wars, you know, I'm thinking of A New Hope, just A New Hope play with that much weight. The, when they blow up Alderaan, are you like, you're like, oh my gosh, it's really dark. But, you know, you don't really think, wait, holy crap, they like killed billions of people just now to prove a point, to like test a weapon, you know? So it's like, you do, in my mind, that's, I think, why I want to push for maybe those gritty stories. But like I said, I I don't want it to be Game of Thrones. You know, I don't need Marvel or Star Wars to have sex scenes. But what I'm saying is that I would like to be able to explore more of these themes and tones in a little bit more depth, right? Explore the darkness of the Force, for example. Or So that's kind of more what I was saying, less so that I needed the stories to be dark for dark sake because I don't think stories should be dark for dark sake, you know? Yeah, because then you good. Star Wars and Marvel as it is now, I think is totally fine. But what I'm saying is going into the future, like it's going to get real tired if we're like, hey, you know, so-and-so is a huge war criminal and you're like, okay, cool, but you never see him kill anybody. Yeah, Or you never see the result of their violence. So... That's, I think, more the angle I was coming at it from. Um, still, I would actually love to hear feedback from other people, um, you know, other franchises that you think could venture, or if you think I'm totally wrong, that's totally fine. Like, I'm not, like I said, this is not like a, I'm not trying to like push down Jack Henry and be like, no, you're wrong, man. But I do also want to like really explain how I think about it and why I think, you know, it is an important thing to consider. But uh, that's about that big piece of feedback. Yeah. And um, feedback like that, absolutely love it. Thing is great. But um, Jack, we've been going for a little bit longer here, but I would hate to leave out how our weeks are going. And so, man, how has your week been? How has uh, you know, we recorded last Sunday, so it's been so exactly a week. This this have you past week, Ellie started uh, preschool. My daughter names Ellie, in case anyone doesn't know, and she loved it. She got a green dot for every day. We didn't get any calls about her. Uh, did really well. And this weekend was basically crying that she couldn't go to school on Saturday. She was like, am I going to school now? I was like, no, Ellie. It's like, you got to sleep two nights. And she was like, but I want to. And I was like, Ellie. It, it, that's, that's a weird problem. Yeah, I was like, it's the weekend. I was like, I, I'd want you to go to school too, okay? Like, But she's been loving it. Uh, and, you know, this is this coming week. Uh, actually, tonight I work. But this is my last week of warehouse work. And then I switched to merchandising. So... No more night shifts for me. I'll be working like a more regular schedule. So that'll be super nice. And it'll be able to some more time with the family. And probably get more stuff done as well. Which would be nice too. Uh, other than that. Uh, played some Phasmophobia recently. Big update. Super fun. Would love to play, with, love to play that with a few friends. Uh, been playing some old school RuneScape still. Just 30 minutes an hour or so here and there. Like while I'm doing something else basically. Uh, got back into Tarkov having a real hard time right now with it but it's fun just having a hard time right now you always get in a rut other than that um you know not much else not much else so 
it's uh it's kind of crazy though. I checked my weight the other day and I've lost 20 pounds since working at this warehouse job. So nice, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I need, I need, you know, I hope it's, well. yeah, it's not like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm yeah. going to be real transparent. So I'm like 205 right now with my weight, which is like where I was going to say though, Jack, you've always, you've always been more on the fit yeah, side I should say that's even without like that weight, give or take it, you know? five plus that is exactly where I want to be. So, right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, but how about your week, man? You know, it was a pretty good week. I uh still working out, I'm kind of continuing with that. I'm still struggling with dealing with like burnout of working out towards the end of the week. I feel like I'll have a really good start and then, you know, I it's just like, man, I I don't feel like doing it for the end of the week, yeah, or especially yeah. on my days off. On the days that I work, it's a little easier to hop into that routine and get home you know, kind of digest some food and then be like, okay, going to work out. But, uh, I'll be honest. Most of my like free time I've been, uh, you know, working out, doing my writing, uh, for everyone out there. I got some people seem to really like the little teaser for that short story I did. Uh, that's going to be coming soon. I just about finished with the story itself and then it's a quick edit through and then that's going to be turned into a full audiobook. And so I'm really excited to get that out there. I mean, this is going to be the first big, writing project I've turned into an audiobook and also just a writing project that I have a lot of passion for. I read back through it. I think I read, I said this last week, but I read back through it and I was like, man, some of the stuff in here is really awesome. And that's always a good, I mean, if I think what I'm writing is awesome, that's usually a good sign. It's probably pretty good. So excited to get that out there. But uh, to be honest, you know, I've been working out, doing my writing and then playing a crap ton of Minecraft. Um, Ever since our Minecraft yeah, episode, I've gotten back playing. into it, and man, it's it's been so fun. I, I mean, it, it makes me wish Jack that like you could be a little bit more involved. Like I just finished, I built a windmill, I built a huge barn for my horses. You know, a little bit of a field going on. You know, and Michael's, of course, Michael and one of our other patrons, a guest of the show, has also been super into it as well. And it's really been us two, and we've been putting just tons of time tons of work into it so uh it's been just i i mean a great time i i'll get into minecraft like this every so often and kind of play it through a bunch yeah and so it's been really fun to do it again uh i was like we were uh talking jack uh, michael and i were and we were thinking how fun it would be to do almost like a manhunt style where we can start up like a fresh seed and it'd be be all basically be like okay you michael and jack you guys are gonna hunt me you're going to give me like a 30 minute head start and I'll stay within this block radius. And then it's your job to try to hunt me and stop me. You know, it's definitely based off some like popular YouTube trends and stuff like that. But I just think that'd be really a fun thing for us to do. And also it might be more fun for you to have like an active kind of like, Oh, Hey, like I'm going after Charlie. Like we're both going to try to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that'd be fun to do in the future. Um, but you know, that's really been about it. I, you know, haven't been doing, like too too much extra outside of work uh but you know it's been good i feel like i've been kind of able to keep to my stuff and even though i kind of falter towards the end of the week i always hit back strong and so uh you know we'll just keep going but uh yeah without nice. further ado jack it's about 20 minutes here yep. for the time stamp I'm, I'm time about 19 so minutes write it down the 30 seconds i'm gonna write it down jump the... into technology we grew up with Gotta sneeze. Hold on, man. 
I like how he tells <laughs> me to hold on. He doesn't just doesn't just lean away Sorry, from that. No, I, I, I muted myself mid sneeze, so I hope this sounds really good. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's funny. technology we grew up with. Me. Sorry, guys. The first place I have to start with this, yeah, has to be the old computer we got that had Wolfenstein, Commander Keen, and I don't know some other battleship submarine esque game on it. I do remember that. Yes, we like we didn't have cable growing up, so we did watch a lot of Saturday morning cartoons and TVs. But as far as like old technology that like is breaching on like the fact of when i actually remember it really is gonna have to be that old computer that had those like original games on it because we played it a ton you know what i mean oh yeah we did. wolfenstein 3d commander keen i mean like so that was that was the first like touchstone for me you know including those and then of course i also had to include i know at some point as a kid like a young kid i had like a little tamagotchi pet and i remember it would like wake me up at night and i'd like go out into the hallway because of course nothing's backlit right we just take for that totally take for yeah granted that's when everything is backlit which we're gonna get into that because that's i mean playing game boy at night oh my god but uh i remember the tamagotchi pet waking me up and i would go and you know have my big sleep shirt on and go crouch in the hallway so i get the hallway light i'm like why are you dying i fed you already i don't understand what's going you know? on and then i just remember i just remember like mom being like what are you doing charlie and i'm like my pet's dying <laughs> that's pretty good so yeah that you know when i was thinking back it was kind of tough for me i I feel like a lot of people when they think about their past they can be like oh man i remember when i was three or i remember when i was four yeah to be honest with you anything six seven eight below you know the age of eight and below i don't know if i remember at all you know i don't know if i just didn't retain it or what but I'm, I don't I'm kind like of I remember it that well. I'm kind of in that same <laughs> camp as well. I mean, I, I remember us getting our Game Boys. I don't remember if we had like a Game That's Boy a big deal. Um, like, like an original one. Like a, yeah, an original Game Boy that we shared. I don't know if we ever had that, but I do. Know I don't that. think we did, but I think we did have friends who had one because I remember si- like watching somebody play yeah, like yeah, the original yeah. Pokemon um, Blue and. But I remember I got green, a uh, the blue and red. I don't know what you call it, but I got like a purple Game Boy color. Yeah, you got a the transparent one. Yeah, you got a green teal one, like a teal. Yeah, yeah. And then Lily got, I want to say she got like a maybe red. I don't remember if Lily got one actually. Maybe she got one later. I don't mm. remember. But anyways, so I remember like playing those at a young age, and that's like one of the first bits of technology that I actively used a lot. Other than our computer, but even then, oh yeah, I mean, I wasn't technically allowed to play Wolfenstein because it was too violent, is what our dad said. But we could, <laughs> I you know, I think we could watch him. Remember, like, yeah, which doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, but as far as like the technology aspect goes, if, you, if for those of you who don't know, uh, Game Boy colors and original Game Boys, a lot of technology back then, though like handheld, were not backlit, and so if there was no light coming onto the screen, you could not see the screen at all. So, yeah, you know, I remember playing Pokemon like late, like late, quote unquote, late. It was like 10 o'clock, uh, nine o'clock right. whenever we went to bed and I would strategically crack the door open just enough to where I could get the light on the screen. I'm like laying sideways so I could see. 
And it was super nice. So like, you know, oh, you need to hide it. You just put it under your pillow. Doesn't put off any light. So, you know, you're good to right. go. Uh, it wasn't until we got a Game Boy SP that that was backlit. And that was phenomenal. That was a game changer. Yeah. But before then, you had these weird, like old chunky USB, like flashlights and plugins yeah. for the Game Boy for Color. Game Boy. That yeah. weird squiggly twirl, like twirly light or whatever. And yeah. Oh, you want to trade Pokemon? Connect the cable. You get one to cables, our, our old yeah. friends and one to mine. And, oh, I got my Machamp and he got a, you know, whatever the last form of. Is it Abracadabra? <laughs> which is like the last one? Or is it just Alakazam? Alakazam. Yeah. So I remember like doing trades like that. So for yeah. me, I think that was the earliest technology that I interact with the most. The most. I would definitely agree because like, and man, original Game Boy, like I, or not original, but like Game Boy Color, I have such fond memories of because yeah, it mm-hmm. was really, we didn't play Pokemon Red or Blue that much, but Gold and Silver, that was our thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember, this is, this is how far back it goes, right? I remember renting Pokemon Silver from Blockbuster and I remember loading it up. And of course, you know, Game Boy save on the cartridge. And so, like, of course, somebody's game is on there. And I remember loading up and seeing the game and being like, wow, how did the person get this far? You know what I mean? Just like and my you, mind was blown. Goodbyes deleted. Goodbyes deleted. Right. Because you can't, you know, you can't do multiple files. And that was it's always like such a big deal. But yeah, like, I very vividly remember playing Game Boy just on countless nights. And I, I think I got at one point. We definitely did have some of those squiggly lights, but I had, Chuck, I don't remember if you remember this, but this glob light, it was like this swamp monster eyeball that kind of like sat on top of the Game Boy and plugged in almost like this little glove attachment and it kind of like the eye bent over. Yeah, I, I know it was like exactly this weird, it's just weird thing. And I've been able to find some like very scattered images online, but like uh, what a weird time. We had Crystalis. A game I went back and played on my PC actually not too long ago. I mean, and we're talking about like, I mean, you had a, we had like a little Game Boy carrier case. I famously lost my Game Boy at the zoo one time. I still don't know if it was stolen or if I just left it somewhere and then somebody took it. Still have no idea what happened. Who, know, who knows, man? But, you know, just a sad loss. I want to say that like I didn't actually lose it. And then we were cleaning out our house to move. Like we moved an old chair and like a Game Boy fell out of it. Something like that. I I don't know. I wouldn't doubt it but, fell uh, into a chair or something. That's still a problem to this day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, you know, so those, that was like the early days. Because like that was before, you know, PlayStation. And I mean, one of our neighborhood friends had an N64. So we, I know I played oh like Star gosh, Fox 3D. Yeah. You know, there's like a match three block Pokemon style game. Pokemon Gauntlet. Snap, Pokemon Stadium, Gauntlet Dark Legacy. I mean, and so, like, we did have some access to things outside of Game Boys, but really, we didn't have a console until a little bit later, which we'll get into. Yeah. You I know, mean, so other than that and the computer, and yeah, go ahead. And then we also had our landline, which I know most people listen to us now know, obviously, what a landline is, but it's crazy to think that there's a whole generation that doesn't know what that is at all. But yet, it's funny that the icon for the phones, the sounds uh, that like the dials it makes, is all reminiscent of those old landline phones. Yeah, like it's it's so weird that like that's that's the icon still. It's not like you know, hey, 
who knows? Maybe in the newer phones, like in like new new phones, it's different. But well, you know, I don't know. I heard somebody say recently on a podcast that like we call it our phones, but like literally calling people on like our cell phones is something I probably do the least amount of time on my phone. Usually it's yeah. texting. Usually it's just browsing Reddit or Instagram or Facebook. I mean, it's kind of just a social media machine. I feel like at this point, which for good and bad. I mean, but good for but, bad. Uh, you know, I do want to kind of jump back and mention the Game Boy SP again because that yeah. was a big, big upgrade for us. I mean, and especially for me because we got Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. And so this is, you know, flashing forward ahead to after PS2. But man, the yeah, jump. We've covered the PS2 I mean, extensively. My God. Chain of Memories. I, my God. I love that game so much specifically on a Game Boy. And like, I have very fond memories of staying up way too late just playing the game you know playing yeah. through Sora's side and then you beat the game and then you get to play through Riku's side and you're like oh my gosh and games just don't really do that you know like they don't really have those I mean I can think of like Castlevania Symphony of the Night has a very famous false ending that you know a lot of people when the game first came out they're like oh we beat it not realizing that you can actually beat this like secret component of the boss and then get transported into a version of the castle that's entirely upside down I mean, my God, you know, some amazing stuff out of <laughs> my era. God. But, uh, you know, Jack, I think, and then of course, early computer as well, but, uh, we'll get into that a little bit later, but I really think the first console we had, and we, I believe our dad got this from like a police auction. We got a PlayStation one, got a DVD player. We got Shrek on DVD. So this is, you know, keep in mind, this has to be maybe 2002 little bit late right that's spyro we got a hockey game i mean that was the start of it right that was the start of our love of playstation why we got a playstation 2 playstation 3 playstation 4 soon playstation 5 you know but uh that i think was really the first big piece of tech that we had you know that we were able to get access to and i believe at our time like we had some friends that also had a PlayStation 2, and they had the Jack games on there. And so, like, we were constantly asking for a PlayStation 2 for Christmas because that was such a big... We wanted to play the Jack games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I remember specifically, we saw Jack 2 a lot, and I was always like, man, it'd be kind of fun to play the first one because, like, <laughs> we never played the first one. First one's really just have good, that cut, <laughs> just have that cut scene in the beginning where I was like, I don't, I don't really get it, but okay. But, yeah, Jack, that was... a. Uh, I mean, unless I'm forgetting something, I, I kind of think it was like Spyro, probably an NHL hockey game. And it, but I mean, really, we didn't care about that. We just care about Spyro. But uh, yeah, I mean, unless I'm forgetting something, Jack, I, that's what I got as like the first, like the early, early, early stuff. So yeah, because I know we've mentioned I don't the think consoles. we got any other PS1 games. No, like, not we, we weren't really like that big into ps1 just because we didn't we got a very much on the tail end of the ps1 i think the ps2 is already out by the time we had one. Oh, definitely um yeah. and so when we got a ps2 the big old chunky one our mom sold the ps1 for five dollars garage sale and i will never forget yeah, for that the the <laughs> the the actual console the controllers the cables and some games all for five bucks i can't tell you how happy that kid was when he got it I was like, are you kidding me, Mom? Five dollars? 
Are you kidding me? I don't know how I yeah. much what I sound like. But anyways. Yeah, other than that, like I can't really remember in our first house really what we didn't get anything really new in our first house until we moved. And then mm. it was a couple years after that when we got a, at least like a year after we got that computer from a family friend or something. Do you remember that computer? Yeah. It had like all like it had like the those like the fish the feeding frenzy game. It had all the yeah. those yeah. weird flash games, I wanna say. But yeah. like not flash games. So it was I do remember definitely interesting. We definitely got a PlayStation two in our first house because and the reason I know this is because like yeah, we when did. we moved into our second house, you know, the house that we would move on or move out of into our own places. I knew like because we had like a pizza party, we had some friends over and I remember that was when I like was beating Kingdom Hearts one for the first time. And so like I definitely we definitely had PS2 in the house and I played Kingdom Hearts for the first time in our first house, you know. But, uh, yeah, like that was, it was such a kind of like a weird time to think back on because, you know, I, I feel like I've been like, I've had this heritage with PlayStation consoles and I really haven't. I mean, like I missed out on most of PlayStation one stuff. I was not in like the space. We didn't get gaming magazines. And so like getting like the PlayStation two and then on from there, PlayStation two was big for us. I mean, it, PlayStation two was big across the world. I mean, Final Fantasy X. I mean, we're talking like this is when I think we really get into it. I mean, because what, before this, it was like watching her dad play Fallout, you know, playing some Spyro, playing, you know, so, you know, playing our N64 at our friend's house. Like, so it really was that the PlayStation and then maybe playing, I know, I think, I believe it was Michael. He had a GameCube and we played like some Metroid and uh, that's where he played like Metroid Prime, Echoes, and God, I love that game, by the way. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, and Michael, really, I think it was Michael. He had like Ocarina of Time and, you know, so we kind of missed out on a lot of those early landmark games, but really PS2 on, that's when we were all in. You know, that was, I think that was kind of the start of the the gaming obsession for us. I mean, this is... Here, I'll, I'll give you a real throwback, Jack. Do you remember going over to our cousin's house, right? Um, and playing Call of Duty Rising Sun on their PlayStation 2. Playing multiplayer. Yes. And yeah, they had I that remember connector hub with like I very specifically remember it because yeah, because I didn't quite understand how to use the sticks to move and aim. You know what I mean? It was kind of a difficult transition. Which something I just take for granted now. I mean, something that's just yeah, so ingrained now, yeah. in how it is crazy to think that at one point we were like, "How do you use the sticks?" And now it's just you pick it up and it's like, "Oh, it's easy." You know, it's it's the simplest thing in the world. And so it's really hard for me to go back and be like, if I was ever, you know, showing someone how to use like the sticks on a controller, they'd be like, "This doesn't make any sense. This is hard." I'm like, what? Like it's right. not that. It's not. It's not bad. You're just traversing yeah. a 3D world. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's all that bad. But man, like, yeah, those are the those are the early days. And I I remember them so fondly because, you know, especially like Medal of Honor, you know, Call of Duty Rising or no. Was it Call of Duty Rising Sun? 
Or was it Medal of Honor? I don't remember. It was Medal of Honor, Rising Sun. Oh, it was Medal of Honor, yeah. Because I remember we would just set up, Jack and I would like play in an old baseball map arena. And we would yeah, like versus the hardest AI, super hard AI. It would all have like the little well rod guns, the ones that have like the single shot, like the silenced ones, and you're just like, yep, gotta unscrew it, put it back in. You know what I mean? So like, well, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I kind I kind of want to move on from consoles because I think like we talked about consoles a lot already. So I kind of move on to like you know we had you know not just cameras specifically, but you know those old cameras you get from. Uh, like CVS stores or Target that, you know, you'd wind up, take a picture, wind yeah, up, take a picture, and then you, yeah, then you go back, turn them in and develop yeah. them. And then you yeah. go back a couple days later, they give you a call or whatever. You go pick up all those photos. I kind of miss that. I kind of wish that was I, a thing again. See, and I think that's why. There's so many services that are like, hey, we'll turn your photos from your smartphone nowadays. We'll just take the, like, it's, but it's not, it's not the same. It's not the same thing as like handing in like, Here's the film reel. Here's the camera. Like, you know, I don't know. It's not the same, but, you know. Mm. Yeah, I think that's why I'm focusing so much on consoles earlier because that was really, I feel like, the technology we were more involved with, you know? Like, I mean, because, like, yeah, like, there were the cameras and, like, later on in high school, like, we started getting, like, our phones and stuff. But, like, really, the technology for us then, it was, like, computer for, like, you know, projects and stuff and but really it was like consoles and so yeah like i it's not that i don't want to bring up other technology outside of it but like i just don't feel like we used a lot of other stuff you know not until later on at least wait but we are also we are really slow in getting a lot of the newer stuff like true i remember really early on from money from you know mowing lawns or whatever i would get like a one of those really cheap track phones they were like 10 20 dollars and then that's when you had to buy minutes yeah put minutes on the phone and like each text you sent was like 0.3 minutes Uh uh-huh each text received and opened was like another 0.3 and so you'd eventually get to a point where you'd receive a text and read it but you couldn't ever respond and you couldn't call them and tell them you're out of minutes because you didn't have any minutes left and so you're like "Uh oh this is right. just where the conversation ends. Um, but, you know, I think we didn't... We The only thing we were, we've ever been up to date on in getting when that like first came out was a PS3. Yeah. That, that was kind of like the only console that we got pretty much... It came out with like November 2007, something like that. And we got That's it for Christmas. Six. 2006, I want to say. 2006, something like that. We got it for Christmas that year it came out. So that was probably the closest we've gotten to getting something on time. Right. I think ever. Like, neither of us have ever been like, we need to get this day one, wait outside, wait in line for hours, for days. We've never been that way. Yeah. It's always, well, we'll get it when we come around to it, more or less. Yeah, and that's, you know, I think that's where we can kind of disconnect from gaming a little bit because, you know, early PS2, I think, is notable really because, like, I remember we had a, we got a game called Summoner that we, like, weren't allowed to play because it was too dark. And just because, like, our parents were a little bit more, like, I don't know, I guess worried about corrupting our 
you know, youthful souls. They didn't want us to play a rated game Dark Cloud. Summoner. Dark Cloud was a big one. I mean, I remember playing Dark Cloud out of memory card because we didn't have one yet. And so we just play like the first level a bunch, you know, like it was like so much so that like the first part of that game, like the whole cave part and like getting up to what Dran or whatever his name is. Yeah. Sticks out in my memory heavily. You know what I mean? Like Dark Cloud is just a good, We I would love to do a, episode of a dark cloud dark cloud is yeah such a, i'll be honest in game all of dark cloud sticks out really well to me until you get to the castle of time oh see i love that part because don't like i love that part too but it's my it's my least played part oh the music all the other so parts good. i played so much yeah, yeah the music is like da, da, yeah 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 it's oh it's good it's if you guys we gotta do dark cloud playthrough yeah um maybe that'd be oh yeah i think it'd be a fun one to stream too because like that is one of those ones that like we could play separately just because there's a lot of we could just level up characters (laughs) so (laughs) you know okay level up but uh yeah so like moving away from gaming because yeah at that point ps3 on we at least me personally i got way more into like gaming culture and started visiting like gaming websites and stuff and so like PS3 on, like, I'm pretty much in the know for everything coming out. And even if I didn't get it, I knew of it, you know. Starting to have yeah, much more of a mind share of the games. I mean, never we never had an Xbox, but we definitely, you know, family, friends. I mean, I watched somebody play Fable. I watched, you know, we played Halo multiplayer a lot. That was something I do remember. Remember making, you know, yeah. our friends so mad because I... There's a trick with the energy sword in Halo 2 where you can kind of just murder people, like, quickly. And, yeah, uh, pretty much. You know, I remember making friends mad over that. But, yeah, you know. Uh, Pikmin on Pik- the GameCube. Yeah. Another good one. So, you know, early stuff like that. But, yeah, like, past that, though, it starts to get into that territory where it's it's re- it's more recent. You know, yeah, it, you know, PlayStation 3 was, at this point, what, almost seven, eight years ago. But, like... Yeah, it, it's it's fun. no wait. PlayStation Four came out in like two thousand eight, didn't it? So it was two thousand. No, PS Four. PS Four was like two thousand twelve. Was it two thousand twelve? Yeah, something like that. Whatever. Sorry, I didn't mean it sounds because they they were wanting the PS Three to have a ten year lifespan. That's right. That didn't happen, and then they wanted the PS Four to have it. And that didn't happen either, but it got closer. But yeah, like, um, so at this point, Jack, I think we can jump off into, you know, the track phones. Yeah, because we did not have, got little iPod shuffles. I don't think we ever had, I don't think I ever had like a chunky old iPod, you know, like with little screens. Never had yeah, one Yeah, that was always kind of for the fancier kids. They had those really thick iPods that had like the screen and the yep. wheel you rotated on, you know, and oh, it yeah. was like 64... Like, that's when storage space started getting crazy is with the iPods. But they were, like, really thick. Yep. They were, you know like, thick I mean? boys. And heavy. Yeah. They were, like, this dense machine. Um, But I remember our old neighbor at our old house. We So we had, like, Walkmans, you know. I remember having that. Our dad had one especially. So we'd play our, put our CDs in there and play the CDs. Uh, and I remember taking a Walkman to school. I'm pretty sure I took one into high school for a little while, uh, and, a, and a collection of homemade CDs. But mm-hmm. you know, another time. But anyways, before that, we had a friend at our old house who had this weird MP3 player that you put these little like basically like old SD cards in that had like a minute of like 
popular pop songs. Do you remember that? Vaguely. Vaguely. Like, it's... it's, it's it, I remember it sticking out to me so much because it was so strange. And I was like, why not just use a CD? And he was like, well, because you can do this anywhere and you can change them out this easily. And I was like, it doesn't make any sense, but okay. Right. I, I looked it up, but I, for, I forgot what the name was. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, my gosh. It's crazy to think how music i mean everything changed real quickly but how quickly music distribution changed oh yeah because you know one moment you're going from cds the next you're looking up on youtube and the next anything you could ever want is basically available on one or two platforms i mean i think you're forgetting all, this, all in the span of all in the span of like 10 years i think you're forgetting like buying songs from itunes for 99 cents a pop oh yeah I mean, yeah, buying albums. Yeah, that was a big thing. I mean, that that is still kind of a thing, depending on how, you know, depending on what artist it is. If you want to support them, yeah, yeah, yeah. I but mean, yeah, like buying going, albums is going to like weird MP3 sites to download MP3s. I mean, that's where I first heard like Linkin Park song like Carousel, which is like an old Linkin Park song. I don't know if you know how that one goes, Jack, but uh, <laughs> she yeah. can only hold herself for so long. She could only, you know, that yeah. One? Do it to yeah, save yeah. me. I yeah. never I know. Never, yeah, it comes. Yeah, it's a really cool song. It is actually. a cool song. Yeah, and then um, just what you are so far. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Uh, and so, so music, away. especially like, it's it's kind of weird. I I was into like Tom Petty, kind of like oh, basically like my dad's music when I was growing up, and Tom Petty was the first music artist I remember really liking, like personally. And music didn't really get its holds on me, though, until, like, eighth grade middle school. And that's when I started really getting into music. Hmm. Like, listening to it a lot, looking for new artists, finding, like, my favorite artists, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I, so, I'm i very much the same. I didn't get into music I remember, until, like, late. I feel like in my, later in my life. I remember oh. Daft Punk's album coming out, Random Access Memories. And I woke up. And I think you were, it had like a preview on iTunes, I want to say, or maybe on their on their own website. And you were playing it from there. Mm. And I just remember like before Spotify, you had these special events that some artists would hold for new releases like that. Yeah. Been like, hey, here's like the night before, like we release it officially. You can listen to it here for like yeah. whatever reason. Like, you know, so I remember music changing real quickly as far as how it's consumed oh definitely i yeah and then we had the walkman we all had the ipod shuffle and then after that i think it was a long time till i had something i listened to music actively on other than the walkman but i feel like i said walkman way too much walkman the walkman i used to listen to a walkman (laughs) yeah you ever listen to the walkman while you walk walkman while you walk yeah so like yeah, and I do definitely remember going back to like the track phones, getting those in high school. But yeah, I mean, it, I don't think I had like my own cell phone until I bought one and got my own plan. And I remember like my first phone was like a Nokia Windows phone. And so like, you know, from there, like, yeah. And even now, like my phone's super old now. I mean, I have a Galaxy S7 that I need to upgrade. But it's one of those things where it's just like cheap to have this phone right now and it's like i kind of don't want to have to pay you know 30 bucks a month just to have a fancier phone but i will say having like my laptop now especially like a good laptop i'm like 
both the PS4 and my phone are feeling real slow compared to the laptop. Like, I'm like, especially PS4, I'm like, oh my God. Like, (laughs) no, there are times, I mean, (laughs) I was so against switching for my, so I had a a a T-Mobile sidekick and I loved the T-Mobile sidekick. It was so cool. If I could, I would have one, but obviously with all the new features nowadays, but I remember using it until like the man, the magnet on it broke. And so it wouldn't stay closed anymore unless it was in my pocket. And so what I would do, well, what I, you know, I'd open it up. I have to hold it closed, to like answer a call or to call someone or do whatever. You know what I mean? But there was a post that came up on Facebook and it was like, I don't understand why people want these phones that are way too big and that are touch screens. And like, I, you know, but nowadays I'm like, scroll through my phone for an hour or whatever <laughs> so I i'm know, like yeah all right i've become what i hated i guess like that is funny yeah, 16 year old jack yeah, would have yeah 16 year old jack would have been like how far have you fallen i know yeah to have all this stuff because there were times where i was like instagram's kind of dumb like my friend group was kind of against instagram for a bit until uh geo got it and he was like yeah i just post dumb stuff on there and then i was like i'll get it to post my I, dumb I stuff i didn't get an instagram until i was in college so like <laughs> and then we all started posting on there and I was like, man, it kind of goes to show that everyone's like slightly a bit of a hypocrite in their own, in their own way. Not like, you know, anything serious. Cause hi- I think hypocrite's like a really serious sounding word, like word, but it's, it's not yeah. like, you know, you go back a year, you're doing stuff you said you went to a year ago. Not that it'd be bad, but just cause you thought it was kind of ridiculous or, yeah, or whatever. So, you know, but I remember finally after the, Sidekick, I got a Galaxy S5. Mm. I think that was my first like smartphone. I think. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could it be? Yeah, that. <laughs> what I think in? so weird about us and technology is we grow up on the very, very edge of like the analog stuff. You know, like. We do, like, I do remember not having internet, but I remember internet being available from, like, pretty early. And so I think that is something interesting about our generation is that, like, especially our family really straddled that line. You know what I mean? And it was, like, we had a lot of these new things around. I mean, like, I remember when, like, the first, like, iPod Touches came out, you know, and I think it was junior year in high school. And, like, one of the douche kids had one and it, uh, but you couldn't really do anything on it at that point it's kind of like when the ipad first came out and i was like that is so stupid why who would ever get an ipad oh yeah like, <laughs> that was the biggest and i was like what is the point even of this? now you know, I, it's just like i totally understand tablets but even now i i just there's no room in my life for me to use a tablet like what would i use a tablet for you know what i mean like yeah i feel like unless you're like a digital artist or something right like that's when tablets are really used. The laptop always, that, I'm like, laptops yeah. always kind of took that place for, you know, instead. And so, you yeah. know, and like, I guess like going further, like, you know, I had my first laptop and, you know, I brought it to college. Like, I remember like recording games. We were just talking about this a little while ago, but, uh, sorry, I was leaning away from the mic there. Talking about this a little while ago, but. I leaned away from the mic to breathe. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, recorded some stuff like Oregon Trail stuff with one of our old friends Brent Brent if you're listening to the show yo man but uh you yo. know stuff like that where it, 
very small, but yeah, like very quickly, I feel like Jack, the transition kind of happened and we were caught up to the modern age. And if we weren't caught up, if we weren't caught up in the modern age, as far as having it, we knew of it and it was kind of like a part of using the stuff for us. And something I kind of want to get into a little bit now is that, you know, I always wonder, cause like there's a, there's a big thing now where it's like, you know, the older generation doesn't know how to use computers. They don't know how to do this. And I think for the most part, it's true because like when you grow up doing things one way and all of a sudden things switch to a different way, like it is like a culture shock. But I always wonder, I'm like, what is that going to be for us? You know, what is going to be the thing that yeah. finally like eclipses my, you know, my worldly knowledge of technology stuff? Because I would consider myself pretty up to date. Like I've never built my own computer, but like I've like pieced it out. I've like put, you know, loser. I'm kidding. You know, so like, I, but like with computers and stuff, like I'm pretty confident in my ability to like make a work or to solve a problem you know, or to know how to find the problem. That's a big thing now where it's like people will be like, yeah, you know, yeah. older, the older generation. Of course, I'm generalizing. There are old men and old women out there who are amazing at computers. So, you know, but, um, you know, being able to be like, oh, hey, I'm going to Google around and find the answer or find the solution. You know, this like the way I solve problems. It's all very inherently tied to having the information available at my fingertips. And so I'll kind of toss it to you, Jack. Like, when do you think that's going to happen? Like, what shift is there going to be if you had to place your bets? What shift in technology is going to be that we're our generation is going to be like, that's stupid. No, but it's going to catch on and we're going to be behind because it's going to happen, right? Like, we're going to hit that point where like something comes out that I'm going to be like, no, I'm never, yeah. dude, no. I mean, I feel that way about, like, Snapchat and stuff like that, where I'm like, dude, no, I'm never getting Snapchat. Like, <laughs> never going to get a TikTok. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, Yeah, I I mean, I don't really know. I it, it, If I had to guess, my best guess would be it would have to do something with social media or some kind of augmented reality thing. That's That's, that's, my best guess some ar stuff i don't really yeah like i don't get pokemon go i like i tried it and i was like this is not the pokemon adventure i thought it was gonna be and this is not cool at all and so then i just stopped i kind of agree you know but see because i was like i was like i wanted to like basically play the games i grew up with but you know just out my own world and you know, assuming it's, oh, yeah, you walk over here and here's, like, the gym where you get your first badge and your second badge and yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, no, like, you go out and it's just, like, a numbers game. Yeah. I Like, that's all it is. It's just, like, a numbers game. This not That's not cool. So, I think it's going to be some kind of augmented mm-hmm. thing that I'm just going to not get or not be willing to try. And then it'll advance and then I'll be like, well, now I'm really out of the loop. How do right. I, where do I begin? Yeah. I mean, I think it's some social media based thing is definitely my bet as well. As far as like augmented reality and virtual reality, I, I feel pretty confident in like getting into it when it's more, I, I guess, more market friendly. That's the only problem. Like I would love to get like, you know, an Oculus Quest or, you know, the what is there like, you know, PlayStation VR or something like that. But it's so expensive and the draw, it's like oh, there's one cool game to play. And I'm like, that's not, 
why would I do that? Like, why would I spend five hundred dollars? Yeah. No, yeah, I'm gonna to like do something this niche kind of thing. You know, I think uh, I hear this argument brought up all like, all the time on one of the podcasts I listen to. So this is not my idea, but I really think you know VR and kind of kind of stuff is going to be way more useful when people start really being like, oh hey, we can do like virtual tours. You can have virtual concerts. You know, hey, do you want to go into space and see Mars? You can just jump in, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm all for that kind of stuff. That sounds awesome. You know, being able to basically be worldly and exist in these other locations, like that would be awesome. Because, you know, I I do wonder, I'm like, man, we're, we are going to hit a point where like I'm going to fall off of it. But I hope that like I'm cognizant of technology as I like get older about to be, you know, about to turn 29 here in just a little bit. Um, but, you know, like as I get older, I hope that I can still participate in those things. And it's not weird. You know, I'm not, I, I'm not the grandpa who's like, yeah. Or, oh, well, how do you, hey, kids, how do you turn um, on the Facebook? Yeah. You know, like, geez. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, it's, of course I'm never like, oh, but like, you know, anytime like our mom would be like, how do I plug this in? Or, you know, how to plug into the TV or how do I change the TV? I'm like, man, it's not that hard. But then I'm also at the same time, think I have to think about it like, is something that she literally never does or has never watched anyone right. do? And so, and because it's at the time, you know, doing that, like that's some expensive stuff. Like the TV, the console, whatever. So she, she probably just didn't want to mess anything up, you right. know? Air on the side of safety and all that. And so I'm wondering the day when I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I want to, like, does that plug in there? Would that fit? Or <laughs> See, if it doesn't fit, am I doing I, it wrong? Or with, I, but at the same time, I feel like I can deduce things yeah, more. I, so I was going to say, I, that, I don't know. I mean, that ties fantastically back with early technology, right? Because we grew up figuring out how to plug these things in, how to work the adapters, how to like do X, Y, and Z. So it's like, even if we didn't understand the exact technological function of the AV cables, we understood what we needed to do. You know, we understood that like, hey, even if we don't know the exact input or the exact channel, because I remember certain channels would be like the inputs, we kind of knew how to like mess around with it and do it. And that's, I think, something that maybe that will be kind of the edge of our generation is that. There's this idea, like when you start driving, that it driving feels so scary because a car feels like it's going to do something that you're not in control of. But in reality, it's like, really, the car is going to do what you tell it to do. And technology, like computers, consoles, it's all the exact same thing, right? Like, my laptop is going to do exactly what I yeah. want it to do. And, you know, I understand why it's doing something or why it's being slow or why it's doing this. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, maybe Mm -hmm. that will be kind of the edge and kind of like help me into the future. But you know, who knows? I mean, I feel like we will reach that point where it's just like, I don't understand this anymore. You know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the scary talk now is all this artificial intelligence and the marketing algorithm, like the marketing algorithms and all that, all that fancy jazz that's going on, you know? I mean, these algorithms to market things to you to give you certain ads or to show you the thing at the right time 
it's kind of creepy. I mean, I think we've all experienced a thing where, you know, we're, we don't look it up or maybe we, we, we looked it up like two yeah. weeks ago. And we're like, man, I could really use like a new pair of pants. A week goes by and then you start seeing all these advertisements for a pair of pants. Pair and you were like, I don't know if I ever, I don't know if I ever Googled that or searched for that. Yeah, I, I don't know if I ever so did. I'm still stuck in this place. That's all, that always weirds me out. That weirds See, me and out. See, I'll, I'll, I'll counter that. It doesn't weird me out. It actually comes across as very like, I never want to like give into it because it always seems so heavy handed, you know, like it's not like a subtle thing. It's not like, it's one of those things where it's like, so I, on my Instagram ads, they advertise this thing called Remarkable, which is like this digital like note taker. And I was like, that seems kind of cool. And so I clicked on it just to look at it. Every single ad is a Remarkable ad now. And so, like, that kind of stuff, I'm like, this doesn't make me want it anymore. Like, this doesn't, like, this advertisement doesn't make me want, like, yeah, sure, like, I looked this up, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't really creep me out. Like, I don't really care if they want to, if they want to try to advertise it to me, because, like, I just am going to ignore it. Like, if I'm going to buy something, like, yeah. I'm going to buy it. And I don't know if I just am wired that way or not, but, like, those advertisements, I see those, and I'm like, ha, sucker, I'm not going to buy that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm never, like... Oh, yeah, I need to buy that. You know too. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going on Amazon. It's like, oh, well, you might like this, and I'm like, no, I won't. Yeah, like, Not I even have click the, on that. the suggested thing, even though that microphone does look really cool. I'm Not like, I have the McDonald's app because you know, just every every once in a while when we get McDonald's, like you know, it's I like to use the app and get the points because if we're gonna buy it anyways. But like, it's always advertising to me the things that I buy at mcdonald's so it's like hey you want to get a quarter pounder hey it's a nice juicy quarter pounder ready for you and i'm like <laughs> no close close a little like push the notification away you know so like it doesn't get to me it's more just like it just becomes the background fuzz of like things i ignore you know what i mean so it's like i'll tell you right yeah. now when we order on the mcdonald's app i just hit reorder yeah. the yeah, same exactly order like every time. you know what i mean like it's not I'm like would you want to try our delicious spicy nuggets? It's like, no, just give me the regular 10 <laughs> Give me the nugs, things. man. Nugs. <laughs> give me the nugs, man. But we kind of stopped doing, we tried to stop doing McDonald's. We've been doing more canes than McDonald's, Kanes. if anything. Canes is good, dude. Canes is good. You know, that's uh, kind of how I feel about yeah, those, like the technology, I guess, now. You know, that it. Yeah. It's so involved in every aspect of my life now. You know, and I, I like it to an extent. Like, I like being able to pay bills over the internet and being able to not talk oh, to yeah. people. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not that I hate people, but man, like, I hate people in the general sense. You know what I mean? People one-on-one, I, I fine. Totally great. I am fine with that. But, like, people as, like, the general word and the general sense of people, golly, I any chance to not talk to somebody, I will not do it. <laughs> like... And I don't know if I'm just curmudgeonly in that aspect or what, but like, man, like I don't, you know, I'm glad I can get stuff delivered to my house. I'm glad I can get groceries delivered. Like, I'm glad that, you know, I mean, I remember, you know, cause every once in a while I'm like, it's a little ridiculous that I get these groceries delivered, you know, but then it's like, I'll go to target to get something. And I'm like, God, these people, some idiots just like walking in the middle of the lane and I'm trying to park and have to drive really slowly behind them. Cause they just don't notice, you know? 
Yeah, or someone speeds through, you know, yeah, the, and wrong, then, the wrong way, you know, down, like a one-way ro- road, or through empty slots. Then you're, and, like, you know. going into Target, and you get your cart, and then there's all the people there, and they're all walking. And it won't, it won't come unstuck. It yeah. won't come unstuck from the other carts. And, and all the people are walking there. slow, and people are just loud, and, like, I'm like, I just want to find this, and I just want to get this. And then, uh, no, no, I'm sorry, like no offense to target employees like you guys are doing your job and i understand it's your job but like they're like hey can i help you find anything and i'm like no you can't <laughs> i will look by myself sir oh like, good thanks <laughs> yeah i mean it's like it's like that best buy too but i'll tell you like the worst thing a target is after you struggle getting that cart you know there's like people waiting on you getting a cart you're like, come on like and then you finally get it and it was just like you know the little buckle was like stuck on the other one so you're like fine whatever you take it in, you're walking, and you get right behind like this group of people. It's like five people, and they're all walking oh horizontally down Drives the path. Me up and you're like the wall, dude. And you're like, all right, no big deal. First time, you take a detour, go around them, go in, like cut through the yeah. clothes and go in front of them, and then someone else like comes out of the aisle, doesn't stop, so you have to stop, and you go, oh, yeah. excuse me, because expecting that you'll be able to go, and they go, mm, they don't, even, they just look at you. And then just go for it and then walk slowly in front of you. And you're like, so you move again. You grab what you need. You go ahead and back to the front. And then that same family from before is like, we're going this way now. And then you're like, yeah, so it's like, so then, you know, anymore. I I do that, experience that. And then I'm like, you know what? It's worth it to me to order groceries. Like, (laughs) like I, I, yeah, we haven't ordered groceries. You know what I mean, though? Like, it's one of those things where it's like the convenience of it. I think is weird because, you know, going back to like our, I was going to say the boomer generation, but like our parents' generation, right? Like going out, growing grocery shopping, getting, getting the what you need, generation. that kind of stuff. Like it's weird that like you don't have to do that. And I think people will look at you and be like, man, I can't believe they just have everything given to them. People are just catered to, but I'm like, but yeah, okay. Yes, that's true. Like I am getting catered to because I can order my groceries. I can get exactly what I want. But at the same time, like I don't like going out in public. Like I don't like, like I love going out to dinner and stuff, but I hate how loud restaurants are. Like I feel like such a curmudgeon sometimes. It's like, I would love to go out to a bar and drink with some friends, but I don't want to go to a bar with people screaming with overpriced drinks. Like I just, I always run into that problem where I'm like, I'm glad I work in a social job so I can like get out and talk to people, interact with people and be social. But at the end of the day, I'm always so happy to be home. You know what I mean? And so it's like, and then you have technology there to help you relax. Uh, A couple, a couple of small things that I want to mention, Jack, before we let our beautiful listeners go. Yeah. 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 And experience the hell that is human society. Mention away. Our six CD player, or six, I don't know, the six disc CD player that we had. Oh, baby. Oh, gotta mention yep. that. That's an early piece of tech that we had, which was fantastic because you could like hold the fast forward button Dude, those, and make everything do a chipmunk version. Awesome. I mean, the amount of time that we had like loaded up six Harry Potter, Jim Davis audiobooks and just, it's Jim Davis, right? Yeah, it goes oh. chapter one through four, and then you hear it. Yeah. But, oh, man. 
chapter five, and you're like, oh yes, <laughs> and it keeps going, and then it repeats, and that's but like, um, the amount of time we like would fall asleep to that, you know, the amount of time, and I mean, this is I I didn't think this is a fun memory, uh, but Netflix early Netflix renting getting DVDs. I mean, I watched so many weird movies that way, just like renting DVDs. And I remember when they first announced their streaming service, I don't remember. I think their streaming service, they were going to split it away from Netflix and they're going to call it, was it Quickster or Quicksilver or something like that? And people like lost their mind. I I feel like like, the disc one was going to be called Quick, whatever it was. But like thinking back to that and then how... Netflix is just this oh, Netflix is getting it's so big to the point where people are kind of like is there anything even good on Netflix like is there anything really good on here yeah because it's all very you know what I mean and it, you know when Hulu first I'm, came out and it was like when you know like all this stuff like so that's fun and I'm glad I was there for that because it definitely as like Paramount Plus yeah. and as like Peacock and I'm like mm, nope don't need you don't need you yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what are these garbage and, new okay. apps? You know, I'm like, I I know. Sorry, I'll, this is a little bit of a tangent. Like, what is Paramount? A little bit of a tangent Plus? here, but can we talk about for a moment how poorly designed the UI is for streaming apps in general? Like, who? It's all the same, but somehow well, see here, one's Netflix worse than the other. really good. Netflix has a great UI. I love it. But like, you go to Amazon, you go to Hulu, you go to HBO. And it's just these garbage, barely functioning apps. And I'm like, guys, like hire a designer who knows that, hey, sometimes you want to go back 10 seconds and rewatch a clip, but then you hit the fast forward button and it fast forwards yeah. four minutes in the blink of an eye. And you're like, son of a, and then you try to scroll. But then for some reason, when you're scrubbing through, there's no pictures. So you can't tell where anything is. When you want to go to the next episode, sometimes mm-hmm. you can skip the intro, but then other times you can't skip the intro. Sometimes you try to skip the intro and it just like skips the entire, it, it's just like, guys, it's not that hard. Like, look at what Netflix did. Netflix. Yeah. Oh, Hey, you scroll. It gives you a nice little preview of what you're scrolling by. Hey, you can just skip the intro. Super easy. You don't have to scroll to it. I like stuff like that is not a big deal. I'm not trying to like make it sound like I'm like, this is the end of the world, but like, Get it together, friends. Like, get, like, but why is. is it that hard? No, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I'm already feeling, I'm already feeling kind of like a curmudgeon. <laughs> uh, kind of, kind of like our parents a little bit. I'm kind of starting to get what they feel because our, we have a smart TV and it updated the other day. And I, we hate this new UI it has. It's so bad and it feels so clunky. And I'm like, why on earth do they change this? I am not happy with this. How can I change it back? It's just, obviously, I just got to get used to it. But I'm also still very much in the camp of it kind of sucks compared yeah. to your old one. Or doesn't the new UI <laughs> on the TV suck? Yeah, it's it's but slower, just, too. You know, which that's is just like the, the thing for part. me in general is that, like, especially since I play video games, video games usually have nice UIs. And so it's like, and so it's yeah, like, nowadays. I, I think I'm spoiled a little bit, you know, because it's like, oh man this this game it just functions so well and everything's placed where it needs to be and then you play yeah i mean once you have a good ui (laughs) i remember the first time although some games don't do it well because like i remember warzone when i first played it and i was like 
what is this stupid menu? What are all these stupid sub menus? What who I who who did I will this? say like <laughs> I there there's there are way too menus in Warzone, <laughs> but I will say I like it way better than menus that are in Destiny. Oh yeah, cursor, Dude, even though you're on the console. artificial No I'm Man's Sky does that too. Cursor, yeah. Hold X, like hold X. Sometimes you double press it. Sometimes oh, dude, you just yeah, click. That's sometimes you the hold. weird just, artificial cursor makes no I, sense. I don't. It's so weird to me. I'll tell you what, real quick before we end. Got a shout out to those mystery CDs you get from your uh, friends. Oh, yeah. Or spe- specifically in our case, we just get from our cousin. Or you give to your friends of like, hey, here are some songs that I've been listening to or that you said you liked. Uh, and I put some on there and here you go. You know, like kind of giving each other like yeah. these mystery CDs was oh, like definitely. a really fun time. And that's how we learn yeah. about new music half the time was these yeah. weird mystery CDs. So that was always yeah. a really fun time for sure. We were putting yeah. that purple CD specifically with and listening to Headstrong or Prism by PAX 217 or whatever they're called. Come on, people love that. Wow. Uh, I I do. I know that one. It's actually on one of my playlists, so. Oh, I. It's not a bad (laughs) song, man. Well, Jack. It's just kind of (laughs) cheesy. Like, I think I've about covered everything I want to cover and some more. Do you have anything else you'd like to add before I wrap us up here? You know, I kind of like this topic because it it felt like a pretty lighthearted one. And we never got too negative, other than just oh yeah, bad and yeah, yeah. But you know, it's 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 just it's crazy to think how yes. quickly it all changed. Yeah. And I'm like I'm, I feel like I'm slowly becoming more adverse to change in some aspects. But when it comes to when it comes to technology, I'm always very much pleasantly like, yes, finally, I agree. Like they've done this, or finally, yeah. like this is easier to do. You know, that I'm way more like that than I am thinking. Ugh, why do we mm-hmm. need this? Or what's the point? If if there's no point to it, I just won't use oh, it. Yeah. I'm not thinking like, ah, it's I mean, useless. Someone else will probably that, use it, but not you me. know, technology is technology, and I say it in general, but like specifically, like with consoles and computers and new TVs, I love getting that stuff and unwrapping it. And like my favorite thing to do is then just go through the settings. You're like going through and seeing like, Oh, I can do this. And Oh, I can do this. Oh, I can, you know, I love doing that kind of stuff. Like just like, and I know when I get a PlayStation five, that's the first thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to spend a long time just scrolling through menus just to see, just to see it, just see where everything is. And you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I gotta say when I, when I got you that PS4, that one day I was like, try, do you want one? And you're like, yeah, and I yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll go get you one. And so we went and like I bought you one, and then like you were like you turned on like we're messing with it. I was like that was like so great because you were so excited to like start messing yeah. with it, and, like playing with it. It was a really cool experience, and I can't wait to do that with the mm-hmm. PS Five when we finally get it. You oh. know, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Rack and Tour Collection Chapter Five Episode Six: The Technology We Grew Up With. You've heard this before, but I have to say it every time. We gotta, we gotta pimp ourselves, and you know what? We save it to the end too, because that way you can just skip it and be a douchebag. Looking at you, I'm just kidding. I, we get JK, ads. We we'll put them all at the beginning. But uh, everybody, you can follow us on Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're all there. Uh, we're currently trying to like expand some things and work on some new things. So 
you know, yeah. keep that feedback coming. Um, Jack Henry, especially, I want to give a shout out to like taking the time to type out such thoughtful feedback and like really try to engage in discussion. I love that stuff. And I would love to be able to bring stuff like that up more, especially when people disagree. I mean, being able to talk about the stuff we disagree about and things, you know, it's it feels confrontational. But at the same time, I love talking about it because it's like, hey, no, like, I trust Jack Henry. Like, I trust his judgment. Like, and everybody who listens to that show and writes in with, like, intelligent comments, thank you so much. And, you know, keep doing it. Especially... Yeah, and I know I know it takes time. It takes time out of your day, and I so I really appreciate yeah. whenever we get those, like any yeah, kind of especially the people the out there so. who are listening and who have like never messaged us at all. Hey, send us a little thing that just says, "Hey, I exist." Hey, hello from this place. That would be great. You know, like I exist. Yeah, I'll I'll pay for the. We'll send you a sticker. Send you a sticker. Just kidding. It'd probably be like thirty dollars. <laughs> like hello from Russia. I want a sticker, and you're like, "Oh no, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> not yet." And I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm guessing one sticker. How much is it gonna be? It's gonna be like thirty-five dollars." But yeah, you can um, uh, here, you can follow us it, on dude. all of those all those locations. If you really love what we do, we have a Patreon that um, we would love for you to be a part of, and love for you to get involved in like our Discord and our Minecraft server. I mean. We have a bunch of stuff in the works and stuff that we're planning to do, and we're so excited to kind of bring that to you. I mean, from the audiobook I'm working on, from new music that Clumsy Titan has been working on, I mean, from doing little bite-sized clips, you know, all of that yeah, stuff maybe. is all on board. And what I would love the most is for people to be really involved with how all this stuff evolves and how we evolve as a show, because we're still very small now. And I like being small because it makes us so flexible. You know what I mean? So that's uh, all I have for you. And so we'll end it as we do with Clumsy Titan. Clumsy Titan, take us away. (laughs) 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 And Mina's just like, wait, what's happening? What's whoop? Gone immediately. Just got to pre mute the microphone. Wait, wait. Wait, no. I mean, I I also stop talking. Uh, I do like self mutes. Bye, right. everybody. Take it easy, guys.